0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Go Boldly podcast. I am Scott Spade. I'm your host and I am truly excited today to have Marcus Ogden on the, on the line today. Marcus has got an amazing story. He's he's doing, he's fulfilling his, he's fulfilled his dreams. He's continuing to fulfill his dreams. And, and not only that, and I think what's most, uh, what, what's the most amazing part of this is he's helping other people to fulfill their dreams as well. And so Marcus, welcome to the show, man. I'm excited about having you on today. Scott, thank you very much for having me, my friend. I'm very, very excited and look forward to having a great conversation with you. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell the audience. I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people, especially here in the South, have heard of Marcus Ogden, but just tell us a little bit about you and kind of where you where you where you started. Yeah, my name is Marcus Ogden. I'm from Washington, DC. I now live in
1: Fuquay, Varina, North Carolina, about a half hour outside I'm of Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, I am a uh, executive, you know, coach, consultant, national international keynote speaker, four time best selling author, brand wow. ambassador. I own parts of different businesses, Scott, that align with our brand, and I also have a podcast that's globally ranked in the top one percent in the world, most popular according to Listen Notes. And we also have the Marcus Ogden app. You can download on your Android or your Apple store. And what we're about, our true mission, Scott, is helping you be successful where we failed by giving you the strategies, the action steps, the tips, so you don't end up like I did. Bankrupt, broke, almost homeless, losing it all, having to start over because his ego got in the way along with he became so self-absorbed that he ended up losing everything as a result of, you know, just making some poor decisions and also just thinking that everything that you were, or he, I was doing was right.
0: Your, your podcast, really just the name of it to me, it, it just, it resonates with me. Get authentic with, with Mark. I think that's, that's one of the things that, that social media has, has, created a wall with people people can't be authentic they have to have these 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 facades of what they what they aren't to make themselves feel good and it becomes their identity and you're get authentic with mark that is how'd you come up with that title what 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 initiated that it's interesting it's a great
1: question Scott so I had another podcast called the Levin Market Show with my co-host we were doing very well top one and a half percent did very well financially, made, brought in over six figures in sponsorship dollars. But oh. unfortunately, my co-host and I couldn't see eye to eye on some things, and I parted ways. And then one of my good friends, former NFL quarterback Gus Farrat, said, Marcus, you need to go ahead and start your own podcast. I was like, nope, no thank you. I've been down that road. I don't want to start again. It took him three times to ask me, or four. I said no three times. Fourth time, I said Yes. And what I really felt, right, Scott, is that I wanted something to really talk about the essence of me, of being authentic, right? I didn't want to start having like, you know, a sports talk show. I didn't want to have just a business talk show. I didn't want to have just a leadership talk show. You know, I think Joe Rogan has done a phenomenal job building up that podcast. And he is the Joe Rogan show. You don't know who's coming on, what theme, you have no idea. And I feel because of that, it's so successful. So I said, you know what? Let's just go ahead and think, make it, you know, the Marcus Ogden show. I'm like, nah, something like that just doesn't fit right. And then I said, hmm, how about authentic? Because that's who I am. And I've gone through a lot. We'll talk about that in a minute. And I said, okay, how about get authentic with Marcus Ogden? And how I was born and we started podcasting. Uh, we started shooting in May of last year. Then we released our first episode, June twenty second of last year. But then the following month, I found some information out in my marriage I was not happy to find out. And then at the end of July, to be exact, July twenty sixth, I filed for divorce from my from my spouse.
0: Wow, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that, man. That's. But you know what? We're all susceptible to some type of trauma some type of traumatic event something that we've got to overcome and and the more authentic you are i think the healing process can can take place and when we stop avoiding it is when healing takes place when you actually
1: deal with the problem right scott when you deal with it and you address it that's when things could work and that's why on july 19th found some things out wasn't happy and for an entire week we couldn't discuss it we couldn't have a conversation We couldn't get on the same page to talk about what was going on and I said you know what if this is how it's going to be if this is what I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life I'm 42 years old you know what I'm saying at the time I was 41 I'm like man I I just don't want this I don't want to do this and I'm like you know I have a show called get authentic like you know and as scary as it is right divorce separation all it is scary and I if you're listening and you're either thinking about it or you've gone through it or you're in that moment right now trust me I know trust me I know it was hard I lived in an apartment for seven and a half months and I was upset at myself upset at what was going on should I go back you know will it be easier don't break up the family all these things right so I understand that but I can tell you this If you really know that you value more and your spouse, man or woman or whomever, can't give you what you deserve and what you need in the relationship, it is time to move on. No matter how scary, no matter how dark it seems, because that's a season, right? It's a season. So now, Scott, I'm in my brand new home that I bought two and a half months ago. I have nice. you know, business is booming. I'm very grateful. I'm speaking a lot. I have some great things happen business wise, and God has a sense of humor, right? God said, "Okay, Marcus, you went through this, and you were about to implode, and you were blowing everybody because you were set." And I get that, and I understand, and I hear you. But you did a good yeah. job not losing your belief and not going you know insane. And so now I'm going to reward you with some things. And it's interesting now life. I've boldly gone through what I had to go through to get to now where I am, where life is better, the quality is better, and I'm no longer in a situation of toxicity and of back and forth drama. I just, yeah, I. If you want to bring me drama in my life right now,
0: I, I'm 42 years old. Just be gone. Go boldly another direction. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, what? the word that comes to mind is that you've been obedient to who you are, to your foundation, to God, and you have really been obedient to all of that stepping forward and now you're being blessed.
1: Correct. And if you're listening to this, understand this facet. You can do what you need to do, but you have to be strong enough or boldly enough willing to go through it, not knowing what's going to come out on the other
0: side. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, and that's the basis of go boldly where God told Abram to go to the land, the land that he would show him in Genesis every day. Every time we step out the front door, you're, you're stepping out not knowing what's going to, what's going to come that day. And I, I love to step out with an expectant mindset of who can I meet today? Who can I, whose life can I bless? Whose life can I touch with that, that expectation as well? yeah it's all
1: about paying it forward i mean for example scott i just got booked today to speak for nightdale high school football team it's a little high school here in my area probably about from me probably about 40 minutes away so i normally get paid big thoughts to go on stage but i never forget where i come from so i told the coach hey look coach just give me 250 bucks right? cover my gas I'm take my dog, get something to eat. When I'm done, I'll put a hundred dollars in the account. I'm very frugal. You know, I'm doing well. I'm still the same old frugal guy. So I said, yeah. "Give me $250. I'll come out there, give you a half hour. He said, "Great, yes, done." I didn't want to charge him five thousand, ten thousand, thirty thousand dollars that people sometimes pay me to speak on stage. Right? I mean, I mean Scott, I just got hired not just. We've been hired by the state of South Dakota. To speak at their largest HR conference of the year in Pierre, South Dakota, next month, right? Big wow. job. I'm not going to charge Coach Rad- Radlin what they're paying me there because I no. want to give back. Now I don't want to lose money for my time, but I want to make a bunch either, right? So the community, the kids, you know, the high schools. Because Scott, that's how I started. I started speaking to. Pop one of football teams, then middle school, then high school, then colleges, and all the then until I got my first corporate job. But if anybody's willing to ask me something, as long as I don't ever lose money doing it, speaking for those certain type of you know my give back community initiatives, I'll always do it.
0: One of the one of the things that I always think about, and I, and I try to remind people when they're speaking, is that you you will have an impact on at least one of those those kids that will be a two or three generational impact. Maybe more, maybe more of those kids, but at least one of those kids is going to look back 30 years from now and tell their kid or their grandkid and say, Marcus Ogden spoke into my life. And I am, I am the man that I am today because of Marcus Ogden. And that's, Mm -hmm. that is a generational transformational impact that, that you may, you may never even know. The impact that you have never know and that's
1: why i'll always give back because again the high schools the popular football teams gave me an opportunity to work on and perfect my craft when nobody else would or no one else did so i will never ever forget i don't care how successful i am i don't care if i'm making millions of dollars hundred millions of dollars you know our, our brands blow up and do all these great big things great doesn't mean I'm not going to ever forget where I come from. So that's something I've always
0: been like, and I always will be to the day I'm no longer on this earth. I love it. I love it. Well, where did Marcus come from? Tell me about your your years growing up. What did that look like? So grew up in a single parent household, but
1: it was raised by a single dad. So our, oh. our, our parents' divorce is interesting. I met my stepdaughter when she was eight my daughter was eight when I filed for divorce last year. I was eight when my parents divorced and they got the divorce process started in 1988. So there's a lot of eights in there. So grew yeah. up with a single dad who raised me and my brother Jonathan. Jonathan was 14 till he went off to college. And then I was eight by himself after that whole process. And it was awesome. And Great man, great father, great leader. Very rare to have a disciplinarian, provider, supporter, best friend, all wrapped up into one person. But that was him. That was him. And we learned a lot about education, respecting women, ourselves and our dad never pushed sports on us. I mean, my brother's in the NFL Hall of Fame, one of the youngest Hall of Fame members in NFL's history. I played the NFL. I'm in Howard University's Athletic Hall of Fame. My dad is as well, we're the only father-son in Howard's history in the Athletic Hall of Fame. But we were not raised to play sports, sports, sports. We were raised to have education. And then if we wanted to play sports and our grades were good enough, we could play sports. So from there, I went off to, St. John's College High School, Washington, D.C., then went to Howard University, Washington, D.C., and then boldly and fortunately enough, 2003, the Jacksonville Jaguars called my name at pick number 193, and I was drafted into the National Football League.
0: Wow. Wow. My, my parents live in Jacksonville. And we, I've been a Titans fan. I've been a Jaguars fan. Um, I lived in Tennessee for, for years and, um, what, so I'm curious, what kind of a mindset did it take for you to shift, to go from playing at the high school and the college level to playing at the NFL level? And I, you know, in the book I wrote living your life and peak performance, I kind of equate that NFL, NBA, MLB players, they're of the 5%. Like they do things that nobody else is willing to do. They put their bodies through things that nobody else is willing to do. They they're, you know, the training, the mindset, all of that has got to be at a much higher level. What did that look like for you? I'm curious. So for me,
1: what it looked like was I was somebody that was really trying to push and get things done. but at the same time, I was somebody that understood that to get to that next level of discipline, hard work, fortitude, that the speed of the game was going to have to be really picked up and understood by me. And that's what really would happen. And, you know, for me, it was really, really interesting because I learned a lot about how fast the game really moved at the National Football League level. And when I got there and I saw the speed, the strength, the size, I said, okay, this was overwhelming. But then as I got (laughs) into it and got into a lot of the the workouts, the getting all the, you know, the different programs and the strength training, stuff like that, I started to develop the mindset that I belonged, right? But also what it took was not goofing off, not saying, well, I've been drafted, now I've made it, you know, or, you know, taking, you know, uh, taking the foot off the gas, right? And that's what I really learned in the National Football League, that if you really want to get ahead In life, you gotta go full throttle. You gotta go boldly. You gotta keep going forward, no matter what. You gotta charge forward, no matter what. And you have to have a short memory because you're gonna get beat in the National Football League. You play the game. My brother was one of the best, if not the best, tackles in NFL's history. Dwight Freeney and him had battles, and he lost to Freeney, right? He won most everybody else, but he lost battles to Freeney, right? That happens. Right. I don't care who you are. Right. I don't care. You could be Lawrence Taylor. He had a guy he would have trouble with. I mean, he had trouble with Anthony Munoz when they figured out how to get him into the flow. Right. So every great athlete is going to be tested. Right. And you're going to lose battles. But how do you get up and keep charging forward no matter what? And that's what the NFL taught me to help me go boldly into my next phase of life when I left the game.
0: You know, something that I tell my clients all the time, that everything that we do requires a decision. If you want to overcome depression, you've got to make a decision. If you want to become successful, you've got to make a decision. Everything that we do requires making a decision. And I wrote something down that you said that really stood out for me. You made the comment that I had to decide that I belonged there. That, to me, that is probably the, the most impactful thing that, that you had to decide you deserved it. You were worthy and you belong to play with those guys at that level. That's huge. Well,
1: you know, it's interesting because in that, in that light, you know, what I found is that everybody is going to make moves towards getting to that next level But at the same time, you have to make moves getting to that next level based upon your ability to keep charging forward no matter what. And a lot of people just struggle with that because it takes guts. It takes it takes being bold. And to me, being bold is charging forward, not just knowing what you're going to face is charging forward for the right reasons, sometimes still not sure what you're gonna face. Right. And that's a big factor. That's a big thing. And a lot of people really and truly don't understand what that's like because they think that it's not, it's 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 a lot of things people just don't don't get into that play. You have to have that whole mindset you're gonna if you know what you want and you know that it's the right thing to do. You need to charge forward and get it done no matter how much adversity, hardship you're going to face. And that's what it is.
0: Wow. Man, that's that is huge. That's that's absolutely huge. I would love to know who who you know you mentioned your dad, but who else has had the most impact on you and your and making you who you are today? Is there someone? Oh,
1: Without a doubt, it's my grandfather. My grandfather, you know, John Francis Sneed, my mother's father was big in my life. Like he was a boxing trainer. He was a former boxer, work, was in the army, uh, was married to my grandmother over 60 years before he got dementia and kind of like, you know, had to move out of the house because he had some, you know, health issues. But like they were married since he was like, mm, I want to say he was probably 20, Four 23, 24. And she was, I think she was 18, 18 or 19. So, I mean, that just being around him and my dad, you know, my entire life, that was huge for me. I mean, that those, those were some great men that taught me a lot about discipline and life and, you know, and being bold and taking calculated measured decisions and risk and chances and Not leaving anything on the table, not saying, Wow, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. Like, you know, like our podcast. I mean, I'd say, I mean, you don't get to the top 1% in the world in seven and a half months, you know, if you're not good at what you do. It's not possible. We have like, we have somewhere like 335 or ish around there, 335 of 335 five star ratings. Like, we have all five star ratings. We have, Almost eighty-five written five-star reviews, right? So talk about the type of people that take time out of their day not just to rate our podcast, but also write a review, which is hard because Apple makes you go through the ring to write a review. They want a certain name. They want a certain like I have to have, like a certain like you know path. Uh, Uh, abbreviation or some sort of nickname or some sort of whatever, like to make sure that that, that you really want to take time to do that. So to have that many written five-star reviews in such a short time should tell people how fortunate we are that people love our show. But that's going boldly. Like, I mean, when I started the show, I literally had no idea what to expect. Who was going to like it? Was I going to be able to find guests? Am I going to have to go through this again where, you know, things go well for them then something's going to hit the fans. not going to work, it's going to flop, right? Or are people going to want to keep working with us? You know, are we going to be able to eventually help people with our message? Are our guests going to be authentic enough to help others? All these things, right? All these things. But at the end of the day, like I tell people all the time, right, you have to charge forward no
0: matter what. Wow. Wow. That's, I mean, that's, that is, we don't, we live in a society where there's such a sense of entitlement and people want things just handed to them. And, you know, the, the one thing that I've learned there, there's one word that I've learned when it comes to success in business is persistence.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And If you're not persistent, you're going to fail. You're absolutely going to fail. And And it sounds like your grandfather, your dad, your brother, your your coaches, your teammates, your quarterback have played just a have spoken into your life in such a way that has driven you to that to that success. I'm I'm curious, where do you find balance like a work work-life balance? Is that difficult for for you? Say that. Uh, that's one thing when I was married, I wish
1: I would have done better at a little bit. Uh, I worked so much trying to get ahead that I didn't balance life very well, personal life. So if I could change something in my marriage and go back and do it over again, I would be a better communicator one. two, I would well, especially in the early parts. two, yeah. I would learn how to not get upset at things and talk it out, which kind of goes into communication but I would learn how to control, you know my reaction and all that. And then three, I would definitely, definitely have more vacation time, things like that with my spouse. So those are things I totally wish I could take back, you know, in that regard. Yeah. But now going forward, I go to therapy every week. So I balance myself there. I work out all the time. You know, my diet's not, you know, it's not perfect by any means, but I watch what I eat. Uh, I'm very cognizant of these things. I'm very much focused on, like I worked out this morning, you know, I worked out, I'll have, I'll I'll have my, and so now with my, with my, with my daughter's mom, I have custody 50-50. So I have her every Monday, Tuesday, Bonnie, who's my, who's my daughter's mom has her every Wednesday, Thursday, and we alternate weekends. So I'll have her today, tomorrow, then I'll have her for five days, you know, going this weekend. So now I do much better at work-life balance. So right. I will with my daughter. Like she wants to go to a birthday party this coming weekend. We're going on up to her friend's birthday party. One of our friends who's getting married next uh, next uh, next month. It's his birthday. He's about to. He's, it's a it's a it's a guy who's a friend of my best friend. It's it, his name is Devin he's marrying one of my best friend's best friends. So he turned 27. So we're going to a Mexican restaurant and bowling Saturday night. So I say, yep, we'll be there. Right. So I've gotten a lot better at doing things, having fun, creating more of a personal balance. Right. And so when I don't have my daughter, I get a lot of work done. Like I, I, I bought my new home. So now I'm filling it up. I bought nice couch. I bought nice leather chairs. I bought in my room now, I've got a nice bed and bedroom, and I, 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 I've taken time to like build this stuff up. Right. So I now have a much better work life balance than I did, you know, be- before.
0: Nice. I love it. So you played for Jacksonville, played for mm-hmm. Baltimore, the mm-hmm. Bills, and the Titans. How long have you been? How long have you been out of the NFL?
1: uh oh what's that oh eight so uh ten, 14
0: years nice mm-hmm. nice and today you do you're a keynote speaker you're a business coach mm-hmm. your podcaster so mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about your your keynote speakers who is you know who do you love to speak to and then and then continue on with who you love to coach who is that I always say I don't play unless I can win That's my thing. If if I'm not, if I'm going to coach you, we're going to win. And so I'm very particular about who I coach. And so I'm sure you are as well. So, yeah, I am. So for keynote speaking, love helping,
1: you know, small, medium, large size corporate clients. We've had the pleasure of keynote speaking for 54 and counting Fortune 500 brands, 54. We've worked for universities. We've worked for healthcare, we've worked for real estate, we've worked for mortgages, right? We speak on things like our most bought keynote is the ego mistake from eight figures to 8.25 per hour, how to develop an unbreakable mindset. That is our most purchased keynotes, kind of like our perseverance grit talk. We'll then do talks on leadership, self-absorption causes self-destruction we'll do things on culture recycling versus trash and company culture we'll do things on marketing and sales drop the poker face selling requires authenticity professional development we call it at 32 but i would have told my 32 year old self and we also talk about you know how to really help yourself get back in line with dei or diversity equity and inclusion through the success cycle creates healthy dei So we love working for corporate clients, uh, you know, government clients, universities. We have a large database that we've done work with, work for. So we're very, very excited about our ability to keynote and to do workshops and to do, you know, retreats. And so then on the coaching side, it could be people that want life coaching, business coaching, mindset coaching, performance coaching how to build a successful podcast how to build your brand so all these things really come into uh into our sphere of what we do and who we try to help and what we're all about so it's very very fortunate but again i want people that are going to listen and are going to you know are going to like you know you know implement if you're not going to implement you can't work with me Because if if you're going to hire me and pay me to coach you and you listen, that's great. Knowledge is power. But applying knowledge or implementing knowledge, that's life changing. If you're not going to implement what we talk about, if you're not going to do what we say you're going to do, then please don't do that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Something I, an analogy that I use with my clients all the time is that I wanna see them move the needle one degree to the right. And they kind of look at me funny and I, when, when a, you know, let's say an airline pilot files a flight plan from Raleigh to San Diego. If that pilot veers just one degree to the right, one degree North and stays on that trajectory, they'll end up someplace far North of San Diego, Oregon, Washington, somewhere else. And I, that's what I'm looking for with people is helping them to make that, that shift just 1 degree and staying on that trajectory and i always focus a lot on i'm not looking for you to change i'm looking for you to transform you know you talked about being in the gym if you were to stop going to the gym today in about 6 months your body would go back to whatever you know much higher weight or you know whatever so it's not permanent but when we when, when we transform when there's transformation that's a permanent change and that's what i'm that's what i'm looking for from people and it sounds like you you, you have the same mindset as well. As we get ready to close, I would love to hear your biggest takeaway on on mindset. What you know, what does that what does that look like when you're coaching somebody around that, this idea of mindset? Because I, I just think that's such a powerful powerful thing. I want somebody
1: that has what I call a victory mindset mentality, which means mm-hmm. you're not just worrying about your growth, your advancement. You're also worried about others' growth, others' advancement, helping other people get to the next level. And it's you, your coworkers, your family, your friends, people that you interact with, your clients, your prospective clients. It's anybody you come in contact with. I want everybody around me to win, right? I don't care who you are. I just want you to win, right? More jobs. Get the dream house you want. Get the dream car you want, vacation more, spend time with the family more, travel more, whatever it is that you want to do to win, I hope you win. And that's a victory must and being going boldly. I didn't always have that. When I lost everything, I was mad at the world, I was, I was shunned, I was upset, I was being authentic. I was like, man, you know, I didn't want anybody around me to do well because I wasn't doing well. Right. And that's why for so long I didn't get a paid speaking job. I didn't get any of this stuff. Right. And so at the end of the day, now, as I started to, you know, want to help others, support others and see others do well, I started doing better. I started doing well. And that's what I hope people get from this podcast is go boldly. Even if you don't know what it is or where you're going specifically, because this thing, sometimes it like you don't have a destination yet. But just understand exactly what you want, and have the right values. And when you have the right values, and you move forward, that's when things happen, right? That's when movement starts to take flight. So again, if you're listening, just go boldly forward with the right mentality, with the right values for the right reasons, and just just keep going. You know, and I mean, like I said, look at our podcast. I mean, like I said. I just went, right? I mean, when I was going through, think about it. I, I, I had this in July 19th. I filed July 26th. I had to stay in the house between July 26th to November 15th. I had to stay in the house until we had a temporary custody agreement in place. And once we had that, I could then move out. But I moved from a really deep, I, from a from a deep family environment to a two bedroom apartment that was outdated, that was a rental where I owned nothing, and I started all over. So I had all these issues, all these problems, all this you know, all these things. Where I was just my mind was just cracking. It never it never broke, but it was cracking. It was starting to like trying to it was trying to implode and break at the seams where it didn't. And then what I realized is is that. What I did, I just kept going forward every day, right? I was visualizing what I wanted. I was vocalizing who I am as a person. You're a good guy, You you know, some things happen, whatever, just keep going forward. I made a positive vote every day of trying to win or talk to a client or get a new client or work with somebody or help somebody. And then I, I changed who I was around. And my goal was to buy a new home for myself by November 15, 2023. I moved into my new home May 15, 2023. So I beat it by six months. Wow. So that's what I hope people get. That's mindset. Have a victory mindset where you're really not just concerned about you or a small group of people. It's anybody you come in contact with you're wanting them to win. You're wanting to hell. Like you, you. came to me, hey Mark, me this uh, you might do his podcast. I talked to you on Thursday. Here he is on a Monday. You now three, day three days later, here we are. Right. Yep. That's the kind of person that I am. And I, I don't care how big our show gets. I don't care how successful we get. Doesn't matter to me. I'm the same guy. Same guy. Yeah. So right, if you know, if you treat me right now, right? And then I we blow up, great, I'm the same guy. You treat me like an asshole now, and we blow up and treat you up treat you like the same guy. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't yep. matter to me. So I don't see Absolutely. status or money. I
0: just see people. You treat me right, we got no problems. You you said a couple of things that I want to capitalize on that that really are some of my values. You know, you you had a, a nice home, you were in a nice home, you had your family, you lost all of that, and you you basically had to start over and you did. And now you're, you're in a much better position. You're in a much better place. You're happier. You've got more joy, but part of, part of what I have found to go boldly around is mastermind groups. And that that's, you nailed the definition of a mastermind group surrounding yourself with like-minded people to help elevate yourself, to help get you and them. And it's, and it's, you know, it's just like a football team. It's not just the quarterback that that fumbles the ball and the team loses. It's the entire team loses. the entire team wins, no matter what. And it's that's the same principle in life. you know when we surround ourselves with like-minded people, we want to help them to grow. we want to see them be successful. and and that's probably been a downfall of mine is is helping other people to become successful, the detriment of myself as well. and it's probably been something that I've it's not probably, it's something that I've struggled with. And so it's something that I'm getting better at, you know, as I'm growing and recognizing that, that, you know, I will give away coaching to help others because I see the need. And it it really, every time I've done that, it's come back to bite me in the butt and they have no skin in the game. And so when we surround ourselves with people that have the same mindset of victory, of growth, of transformation, we all win. You Amen. Know? That's exactly yeah. I me. Mean, I tell people, if somebody has
1: enough you know, courage to ask me to go into a podcast, I'm going to always say yes. Because you never know who's listening. I can trace yeah. over a quarter million dollars worth of business from a podcast that I did back in 2018 with a guy that was an awesome guy, Mike Schneider. And he led me to my coaching client, Aaron, who led me to some of my biggest clients, Carson Group, Buckingham, NAFA, other coaching clients, consulting opportunities, you name it. Video, production, doing all these things around mindset, you name it. And again, if I hadn't done that podcast, where I'm at today would be so different.
0: We are one person, one decision, one thing away from changing everything in our life. Absolutely. Marcus, as we, as we shut down, close down this, what is one piece of advice you'd love for our listeners to just walk away with? I mean, you've given so much value already, but is there one, one thing that you would, that you tell everybody or that you just would love to leave our, our audience with today? Great quote by Aristotle. one of my favorite
1: people to use in speeches and research. In times of extreme darkness, focus on the light. And what I believe Hmm. Aristotle meant was we are the light that can push out darkness, adversity, hard times. Again, like I said, a year ago, a year ago at this time, I was stuck in an environment that I didn't want to be in. Uh Stuck having to live in a home that I didn't want to be in. And I was, it was dark. It was depressing. I was still trying to run my business, my podcast, you name it, right? Trying to do all that. And what Aristotle's quote, I realized is once I had a chance to get out and shine after going through all the things, and I did that, and I moved out of self-pity, and I moved out of why me into, okay, now... How can we get out of this? How can we move with purpose? How can we boldly go forward and try to get our life back or my life back? And it was hard. There was, again, what I say earlier, vote doesn't mean you're going to win every battle. Right. Lucy says Grant won a civil war. Did he win every battle? No. But he eventually won the war. So you got to cast a positive vote every single day. And I just kept voting. I kept voting. I kept putting my name in the ballot. Cast positive. Put it in the ballot. And eventually, I was the light to get myself out of the darkness. And now I'm in a new home. Now I have you know better relationships. Now I'm you know I've moved on, and I don't want the toxicity. And you know now I'm seeing somebody who is healthy for me, and we get along, and all these things. Right. So, if you're listening. In times of extreme darkness, like Aristotle said, focus
0: on the light. You bet on yourself. Amen. So, Amen. Marcus, how can people, how can people reach out to you? How can they reach you? I know, I know, we want to get you booked as much as we can, and coaching and and speaking and others on on your podcast. So how can people? And we'll have this in the show notes as well. Best way to do it is
1: go to our website, www.Marcus, dot ncom or shoot me an email, Marcus at MarcusOgden.com or just download our app on Apple or Android, download our app and, you, and we put out exclusive content on there, videos, writings, positivity. We're all about giving people that jolt get them excited to do going forward and move forward in their everyday life. So again, uh, our website, uh, shoot me an email or just download our app on your Apple or Android phone
0: and connect with us anytime, any way. Awesome. Thank you, Marcus, for coming on. If you have not checked out Marcus's podcast, I encourage you to go check it out today. And, and man, he's got a ton of value out there that, that you, you're never going to go wrong with just just listening. I love to listen while I'm walking. And running. So thanks again, Marcus. And I look forward to to what's going to happen in the future with us. Have a great day, Scott. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely.